You're listening to the Porch Time Podcast. I'm so excited. Are we doing this? I think we're doing this. Mm -hmm. Here we go. I am so excited for this episode. It it doesn't even need an introduction, um, but I'm just going to give a quick brief one. We spoke with Maddie Mayo. I met her through a podcast that she does with her sister, Scout, called OK Says Podcast. If you haven't tuned into it, please listen. It's amazing. They're so fun. They have the best energy. And what's great is that we have so much fun when we chat, but we also talk about such important, real things. And, you know, she's a founder too. She has an amazing startup called Camber. So we go through her journey of that, like both of our entrepreneurial journeys. She just became an aunt. She's doing so many great projects. I mean, it just, it's it's a really fun and super inspiring listen. And I think you'll laugh. I think you'll have a good time. Uh, this is my little warning that there's a little bit more F-bombs than usual. So if you are listening in the car with your kids, that is all I'm going to say about that. But it's, it's just a really good one. We go through everything from manifesting, lucky girl syndrome, like lack of motivation, which I touched on in my last solo, all these amazing, amazing things. I mean, it's just such a great one. So enjoy and keep sending feedback. I'm so excited for this episode. And here is Maddie, everyone. You and your Sherpa, I just, this is iconic. But do you know what makes it less iconic? What? It's like from Abercrombie or something. <laughs> no, it's Sandy Lang, but it's... Oh, okay. Sandy Lang via Run the Runway. <laughs> Wait, honestly, no shade. Loki? Yeah. Run the Runway should so, sponsor me. A hundred percent. So I've been doing Newly. Have you heard of All Newly? All of my girlfriends are doing Newly. It's everything. It's everything. I just went to New York and just got all my coats because I was like, I'm never going to fucking I saw wear. saw those coats. I'm never going to wear them here. So it just, you Newly it up. And you're a hot, you're and a hot you're bitch. you're on trend, you know? <laughs> Well, I do know, and that's why we're going to start drinking wine at 3 p.m. Oh, my God. 3 p.m. on a Monday. This is my favorite podcast already. That was (laughs) Okay, you guys. So, Maddie, I don't know if you know, but we start every episode of this podcast. Well, starting now. We were supposed to do it every episode. (laughs) We fell off on this tradition, but the Porch Time podcast came. From the porch. Exactly. And we need All the porch. moms drinking the wine on the porch, venting, crying, laughing, loving, kids running around naked. Love it. Also, do you know the phrase porch pounder? Sounds <laughs> not appropriate for this <laughs> podcast. No, it refers to a wine that you pound on the porch. Okay. So like literally perfect for... So just switch the name to be called <laughs> porch the porch pounder. Come on the porch and get pounded. A hundred percent. Okay. Well, I got this specifically for you. Domain. We love domain. We love domain. And it felt like a good name for you. It's called Frankly, comma, Bob made this. Cute. And it's orange. Lots of skin contact. You see that? I mean, the color. Okay. It's a... What is the date? We don't have it, but it's hot. It's hot. We don't have it. It's 3 p.m. We feel good. Oh, Oh, I love the, love that sound. You know, we like to add some ASMR in this. You better not start without cheersing me. I'm just. Um, what are we I'm cheersing admiring. to? Um, to the porch pounder. <laughs> Perfect. 
<laughs> Welcome. Oh, that's a goodie. Wait, that's a good I one. I know. I know immediately that when this... I have a sip that it's going to be a good oh, one. Oh yeah, this, this is, is the one. Wow, I Damn. really needed that today. <laughs> wow, today was like a weird. I just want to make sure. Are we, <laughs> okay, are we, record, are we we're recording on all are ends. We today was um, weird. Why? I don't know. Just I I came back from a trip, so I'm like getting back into my routine. And I just kind of was like, it's one of those sluggish, like you're just get, you're just going through the motions. Yeah, I just hate days like that because I don't. I want to feel like pure joy and presence throughout you're my life. Giving that Thank right now. Me. Well, because <laughs> the wine is like ignited. I take a sip and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. right. Back We've to arrived. Center. Shavasana. Right, <laughs> right back to center. Like all my chakras are aligned. Like we're here. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, that, that was my New Year's resolution is to like, just insert more joy and just to, I just feel like I'm missing things that happen to me. Do you understand what I'm saying? I, like, like a like, thousand like million simple percent. pleasures. There's things that happen. Like my life is so great, but I feel like I'm missing it sometimes. And I get really mad at myself. So I'm like, look how, look at the fucking abundance around you. Why can't you take that in and be fucking joyful? And and I miss it sometimes. I literally just did an episode on that. Really? I connect it to feeling this like weird lack of motivation too. I can't explain it. Mm-hmm. And just like pushing ourselves in these deeper, deeper holes. But being yeah. like, what are, what am I doing? I have the people. I have the life. I have, I have the, the things. things. I have the things. You know, motivation is so interesting. I was talking, we talked about this a lot on OK Sis. Like motivation is actually not something you can rely on. It happens very rarely. And so a lot of people though think that successful people just have motivation all the time. It's actually in those times where you feel a lack of motivation, but you do the thing anyways, is how you get ahead, right? So whenever I don't, like even this morning, I was like, all right, well, motivation's not going to be like the factor for me today. So let's find another fucking reason to get this shit on the road. Or or because, well, first of all, you need to introduce yourself so people understand where we're coming from. Because... (laughs) I think that we were both entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and so it's very easy for us to fall into these moments. But I also mm-hmm. feel like we need these moments of like, you know what? Today is a day where I need to take a bath. I need to watch reality TV. I need yeah. to like drink wine at three. Yeah. Refresh tomorrow. And also we get to do that. You know what I mean is I keep getting so wrapped up in, you know, I became an entrepreneur so that I didn't have to fucking do a nine to five or like I could do whatever I wanted or I could be my own boss, whatever, all the nice accolades of it. But then I just fell into the trap of, you know, doing the nine to five and like being like on all the time. And it was weird having to kind of even erase that limiting belief of, hey, uh, like as an entrepreneur, I don't have to work. 24 hours a day. I don't have to eat ramen noodles and like sacrifice everything. Of course not. You can make it what what you want. So yeah, I, I think a lot about this because I literally chose this life and then I just went back to what <laughs> what I knew from before. Like, And then we don't feel fulfilled all exactly. over again. And we're doing the things we love. So it's like... I know. Okay, so okay. that was preachy already. Wow, I love that for us. Okay, it's like, good thing I'm hiding my face. Um, Maddie... You are so amazing. Met you yeah. through OK Sis podcast. Yes. Instant connection. Instant. Truly. I was like, okay, these girls are going to be in my life. We're locked in. Yeah. Like yeah. it's like, and so already been hanging out with you, already been connecting in what we do, but can mm-hmm. you tell the listeners 
all the things that you're up to because it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, my two like main hubs, if you will. Number one is OK Sis Podcast, which you were on, and it was such a lovely episode. And I do it with my sister Scout. We've been doing it. Totally be on here too next. No, she has to. I mean, because we're all the babies. We're the residents of the fan club. Okay, we still haven't done the photo shoot with baby Lily. We all have. She's outgrown so her piece gen- by now. No, 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 no way. We're gonna sh- we're gonna smush her in. It's okay, we have. I've plenty waiting for you here. We I just like can't believe we like we have these perfect matching all the babies tie dye sets. They're the cutest ever. We just need to do a whole photo shoot. Anyways, so my sister Scout and I started our podcast four and a half years ago, and it's really popping off. It, it's been wild. It's been an amazing journey. I think the biggest thing that we learned, and I don't know if you feel this way about podcasts. I think we might've even talked about this. Like the purpose of a podcast for me, like at first I was like, oh, we can make money from this or, you know, whatever. It'll be supplemental income. Not like we make fine money. We work with a uh, with a network and it's like, I feel very fortunate we're at that level, but I kind of got to a point where I was like, you know what? This podcast isn't about making money or like, and people should not get into podcasting for making money. I think people see the like call her daddies of the world and they're like, oh my God, I could be that. We just have come to the conclusion that the biggest benefit of podcasting is the network and being able to connect with people. Like there's no other scenario that I could reach out to like any of my girl crushes and be like, hey, can I have an hour of your time to just like ask you any question I want? In what scenario would they say yes to that? So I always say to just start a podcast like as a networking tool. Mm. It's the best. I have made the most amazing connections. Um, It's helped me in my business. I mean, Scout's business is all based on podcasting. So we we love it. And that came from doing OK Sis, right? Mm -hmm. Damn. Okay, so that's... One. One. One one side of me. And then we have Camber. So Camber is a travel recommendations app. It basically is like a social Google map. So think about any time like you've texted a friend and been like, hey, can you send me your recs for Austin or Chicago? And then you send them like a screenshot of the notes app and a Google Doc and just this insanely distracted process. So now you can just house everything on your camera profile. You list out all your favorite places by city, follow friends, and then see everything on a map view. I tell everybody about camera. You're so I really sweet. do. You're I so love sweet. it. Yeah, it's been quite the journey. This has been my first like r- like big thing on my own. I right. have a co-founder and but it's like it's just so crazy to be working on it full time and like be able to do that and just Oh my God, it is another aspect of life that people, I think, glorify a lot. Entrepreneurship, startup life. Like, I think... Fundraising. Fundraising. (laughs) I mean, I... I think I definitely fell into it. I'll be the first to admit. Like, I see the Emily Weisses. I see the Tyler Haney's. And I'm like, oh, like, I want to be, you know, I want to be, like, 430 under 30 and, like, speaking at South by Southwest (laughs) and, like, be, like, a girl boss. And everyone's like, like... You know, you same, want 100% that. same. You know, there's that element of I want to be revered, I want to be the leader, I want to be the one that people are, you know, looking up to in like a serious business like acumen way. And when you just if you again, if you get into it for those things, like it's just it's not going to be what it's never going to work out, never. you know? So I had to 
like very quickly abandon that and like be like, oh right, so that's like not the purpose. You mean I actually have to you work mean, my ass off? I actually have to <laughs> do shit. Okay, yeah. So I think that's also a big thing for me this year is like, how do I enjoy the process? Because last year, no, the process was not enjoyed. It right. was like. I was, again, I was missing things. I was missing even the wins because I was just so miserable in the process. And I look up to my sister Scout so much for this because she is like obsessed with the process. Mm. And I'm like, what does that mean? Like, what exactly do you mean by that? She's like, every day I wake up and I'm so excited and I'm so present and I'm like, and I'm like, you know, determined, but then I feel so joyful all day and I'm like, being so purposeful I'm just like what the fuck are you where's the guy big for that how do we no one talks about that ever yeah I'm just so done feeling like shit all the time well it's because we're always so focused on the result and that's why the process just passes us by like wildfire and then once the result comes we're focused on getting more from the result it's like once you make your first amount of money from a podcast you're like well that was 10 bucks I want a hundred I want a thousand I it, it, suddenly it's not enough like because the wins yeah. feel like well I got that win but I'm comparing my win to this person's win and like I'm not gonna be and then it keeps going it's a snowball and you it's, lose all the joy in the process it's true it's, you do lose the joy in the process it's so true like I remember like I remember like 10,000 podcast listens was like my metric of success and like I remember we hit 1,000 and my and my sister was like we hit 1,000 like she was like, celebrating like so happy I was like yeah but it's not 10 and I was like, you know what I mean? 100%. Like, I couldn't fully be like, holy shit, a thousand people. So many people, honestly. So many people. And even, I think about it with TikTok as well. Like, I, you know, even if something goes really viral or some, or whatever, I'm like, well, okay, now, but the next one didn't go viral. I'm like, okay, well, hello. <laughs> Can we just sit? Can we sit? And how, just... how do we fix this? What is the secret... Does it come with lucky girl syndrome? (laughs) Because you know I want to talk about that today. But seriously, because I think everybody listening can honestly relate. I feel like anyone who is in any stage of anything, entrepreneur, just nine to five, whatever it is. Human. Like it's just a human thing that we crave more and more and more. I think something that has helped me a lot is, so I journal every morning and that's been something I've been doing for years. But what I've recently started to do is journal at night Mm. and I'm not talking like full 30 minute journaling session. Like this doesn't have to be that, that long. I do three things I'm proud of myself for that day. And then three simple pleasures that happened because again, the missing things, right? And if, and look every night, I don't want to do it, okay? I'm like, fuck this. I don't want to do it. But you force yourself. Again, there's no motivation here. Like, you just force yourself to do it. It becomes a habit. And then you see the, you know, compounding interest of the habit. And it starts to become this, like, beautiful thing where not only can I look back. Like, even this morning, I was, like, looking back. And I'm like, oh, my God. I Yeah, I forgot that I did that. Oh, yeah, shit. Like, that was a beautiful thing. And, like, oh, I got this matcha at this place. Like, I should go do that again because I really enjoyed that. And so there's just this beautiful like book ending that I do Mm. every night where I also have been trying to cultivate inner pride. That's something that I've really struggled with. And so just writing those three things and it doesn't have to be big, right? It could be like, I worked out today. Great. Like, or I, you know, made sure I I wore jeans instead of sweatpants. 
Guys, I wore Very jeans impressed. today. Big deal. Big, Big deal. deal. <laughs> so it's just like things like that, you yeah. know? And you just get so, you just feel this like really, it's like a moment for yourself and there's this gratitude that happens with it. So I've been doing that and that feels like, again, just a lot more intention, a lot more just moving through at just a slower pace. But I, I don't mean it in that you're doing less. Yeah. I more so just mean it in everything feels a lot more present and meaningful. Like I'm just done like checking off the task like let me just go quick and like get shit done. It's like no, just like take your time. And if yeah, if you don't get through as much, that's fine, but it's just this like sense of I'm just a sense of ease. Like I'm just 100%. done being fucking wired all the time. I feel that. Yeah. I mean, I think especially for us it's like if we don't accomplish the to-do list, which feels never ending, by the way, I don't Never feel like I can... My office is in the back of my house, right? Mm-hmm. If I walk into the house, even with that sense of not feeling like I completed the to-do list, but I still had a great day, I can't be present with Alex. I can't be present with my dog. I don't know how to like separate the two worlds mm. unless it's like... I, I call it work juice. Like I literally yes. have to take the work juice off. Yes. But it's like we have to... It requires thoughtful... <laughs> it requires so much effort. To do, Which is make crazy. that transition. It's fluff the pillows, light the candle, like yes, take there, a bath. There needs to be like a hard transition. I'm gonna, you know, I've been thinking about this even even yesterday. I thought about this. Like, I need to like okay, obviously my phone is my job and social is my job. So it's like when I go on it, it feels like work to me and like whatever. Totally. But then there are moments where I'm on it and it's like I could be like faking that it's work and I'm just like looking at it you know what I mean and it's like dumb it's just like no I already did what I needed I posted I posted the allotted number of times I needed to post today and that's it like I don't need to go back on it like there's you need to be super honest with yourself about like are you going back for dopamine or are you going back for actual work and actual posting and whatever and typically it's for dopamine right it's just like a habit and there's this like it's just, I feel like I'm like a, a mouse, like, like tapping the, 100%. it's a, it's, it's, it's like a roller coaster in my brain. So what I've been trying to do in at night is, you know, sometimes I'll read, I love to read. So like I'll, I'll spend the evening reading, but like, even if I wanted to watch TV, which I think is a great activity to turn your brain off and to like fully, you know, just it kind of it's a nice um it puts you in a trance yeah. almost it's kind of like reading so and then some people say that tv is bad i don't think so i think there's like this trance like quality that I happens feel that. if you put your phone away though if you're on your phone and you're on the mindless TV, on crap that's yeah, can't. fucking nuts okay so <laughs> and i'll notice when i'm doing that i'm like oh my god my brain is glitching like i need to stop so i think what i'm trying to say is like in the evenings, I'm trying to be very mindful about what rest or what that transition mm. looks like. So yesterday we watched, you know, we watched the SAG Awards and I put my phone in the other room and I didn't even look at it for like the rest of, the rest of the night. Like Ben has his alarm that he wakes me up. So I'm like, oh, I don't even like need to look at yeah. it. What, what would I need to look at right now? Is someone texting me that needs my attention right now? No, no. they can wait for tomorrow. No, also no one's fucking texting me like, get over yourself like no one's texting you no one's fucking commenting on your tiktok that you need to respond to right now you know what i mean it's so true i've been doing that too and it changes my whole sleeping cycle even changes everything everything just try it i mean just even for just putting it away for an hour like oh like i get so mad when i'm in a workout class and there are girls 
that have their oh, phone and they're texting. I'm like, I'm like, do you, like this is the one hour like, this we is have. The one hour, like, can you, what are you doing? Like, don't you want to be away from it? Like, I crave that hour where I literally can't access my phone. A hundred percent. But I do think that for a lot of people, it's scary. And I think I've had to face that recently too, where I'm like, okay, I've been feeling creatively blocked lately, but I've noticed that I've done a lot of mindless scrolling and I'm like, Mm. what the fuck? And I have to like check myself. And then I sit outside and then I'm like, why am I crying? Why am I like, why (laughs) are all these thoughts coming to me? And then I'm like, oh my God, I've been distracting my whole mind Mm. from actually facing the truth of like, what's happening with my business or why I'm not innovating when I could just be sitting here and suddenly I have 10 different ideas and I'm and I'm reinvigorated all because I silenced out the noise yeah it's like we're afraid of the silence we're afraid to be alone with our thoughts I I struggled a lot with this I still do and I find myself and I give myself a little too much freedom with this but <laughs> I will like listen to a podcast in the shower I will go to the bathroom and list and watch TikToks I will I used to watch t- TV to go to sleep like totally. things where I was literally not one moment without media or something going into my brain and even some days I'll just be like hey you can go to the bathroom without watching TikTok. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, just do it. And well, then you leave the bathroom a lot quicker. I mean, exactly. <laughs> and then your your man's is like, what the fuck are you doing in the bathroom? <laughs> that is like, disgusting. What are, what are you fucking it up in the bathroom? <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I just, re- like, I've started to be much more mindful about that and be really honest myself. Like, hey, like, you don't need to listen to a podcast while you're showering. Like, let's just, like, let the thoughts go like the water let the, hit your just, body exactly and look I am the first to admit like there are moments where it is really scary to be alone with your thoughts like I have a lot of anxious shame loops and I have a lot of things so I totally get it like it's really it can be traumatic to be alone with your thoughts 100%. but it's what I've noticed is like it's really uncomfortable for maybe two or three minutes and then it kind of subsides. Like, I would challenge everyone listening to try that the next time when you're like, oh my God, I can't be alone with my thoughts. It's I'm so much negative self-talk, all these things. But it really, and also don't be afraid of those. Like, lean 100%. into them. Don't try to redirect them because that actually just buries them a little more. Like, you should be really okay with feeling discomfort. And when I, when I feel, dis- even today, like I felt discomfort and I was like, okay, I feel discomfort. I'm really not motivated today and that's what it is, but I'm just going to continue, like I'm just going to persevere and just going to do this one task and then the next task. And then it's like, sometimes that's just, that it is. that's what it is. Like that's, that's what life is. growth too. That yeah. makes you a champion. It's like, yeah. or if you really just need to keep the day and like yeah. stay in your jammies all day and be in bed, like that's your day. That makes yeah. you a champion. It's like, we have to really get real about feeling what we're feeling and mm-hmm. hearing our thoughts and mm-hmm. like doing the things without blaming ourselves and yeah. being so, I think we're so, so hard, hard on ourselves. Oh my God. Oh my God. I was like crying the other day and Ben was like, why the fuck are you cr-? like, he was telling me all the things that I've done. Like I was like, I'm a failure. I'm this. I'm like, I'm just, you know, imposter syndrome, all these things. He's like, what? Who, who are you talking about? Like he's like, I don't I understand how you see, like, how do you not see how other people see you? And it's just this. So, you know, I try to, um, because people that are really close to me will tell me, like, I'll be like, oh, I don't feel like tinks. Like, I don't feel like, you know, like I'm like, 
whatever the person that's telling like having the community and my my co-founder was like i think of you like tanks like you're my tanks and i was like what are you talking about you're cute jeans jeans." (laughs) and so it's just like you just don't you don't see it when you don't see it for yourself and it's really weird because if you did start to see it for yourself you kind of feel like that would be narcissistic Mm. or like you would be you know whatever it's like a little bit self-involved but that's not what it is like if we just like take down that barrier because that's like a resistance thing like to me to fully love myself like there has been like resistance because I'm like oh if I express that or if I am fully in love with myself it's going to come off as Mm self-involved and it's like no that's such a different thing and you know the difference like you know it in your bones and so showing up as your highest self like every day I I, like know exactly who this is why actually I wore the outfit today because I was in my meditation this morning and I was you know again the the low self-worth all the things and whenever I feel low self-worth I always dress up like my highest self and she's always in all natural all neutral white and she looks like she's coming off a jenny kane like malibu nancy myers yeah you walked in looking rich honey yeah like i'm like i want to look like i just came out of my malibu house decorated by jenny kane (laughs) and and it just like it infuses you because it's not it's not really about those things and whatever it's more about this like and putting on this this identity like i and it's a feeling i have of i'm stepping into this woman who she's graceful and she's joyful but she's like also gritty and she can she's a leader and she's you know very confident in herself and like all those feelings like yes of course that woman also you know has the jenny kane home and and everything but there's this like higher self worth that i can tap into now like that's what people don't understand you 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 think you're so far away from your dreams when you can start living that feeling right now and it brings you closer to getting that because you start to show up as that person and all your actions start to be that person all your thoughts all your beliefs and then you'll literally look around and be like oh fuck i'm in malibu (laughs) on the set of the new nancy myers movie why did i get here you know? No, uh-huh. I think it's extra inspiring to be sitting across from you and hearing mm-hmm. you say this too, because like I do look at you and I'm like, that girl has it together. That girl has a successful startup. She's making the whole room laugh. Mm-hmm. She's like bringing in energy into the room. She's confident, blah, blah, you know, mm-hmm. all the things I could go on and on. Yeah. And to know that you behind closed doors have real moments that we all have too, where you're like, no, I feel shame I feel like a failure I feel all these things but to know that it's just a moment Mm -hmm. which I also think takes extra strength and also proves to the validity and the power of who you actually are right Mm -hmm. up here Mm -hmm. because then you're able to be like no no I am this and I can separate you separate beautifully (laughs) from ever coming off narcissistic or overconfident no you walk in and I'm like yeah I want to get coffee with this girl Mm -hmm. because if I leave coffee with this girl, I'm going to feel inspired. I'm going to feel invigorated. I'm going to feel like I just left my, her Malibu house and you know, (laughs) all these things. And you do that. And I think for people to know that it's not all roses, but it's like, you still have this ever, ever, I can never say that word. Effervescent effervescent energy about you. It's extra inspiring because it's like, okay, on my lowest of lows or on my shame spirals or the story that I'm telling myself, mm-hmm. I can grow into the version of my highest me. And it's so interesting that you mentioned the outfit thing mm-hmm. because when I feel down, when I'm like, 
I look in the mirror, I'm breaking out, not feeling cute, PMS, a little bloated, yeah. like not at my favorite weight moment, you know, whatever, girls, we have 28 day cycles, and like, yeah. don't even get me started on that. Yeah. <laughs> that could be and I put on a good outfit, Yeah, I'm like, oh, it changes everything. what's up, or I'm having a good hair day? Oh my god. I mean, literally, it it changes it changes everything. I think I I've been just. I mean, first of all, thank you for all those kind words. Like that is so nice, and I and I like to think of it in that way. I think a lot of the listeners would also think about it in this way. Is it's yeah, you loving yourself is not you know the block of oh it's gonna come off narcissistic no it's actually coming off as like very communal yeah. like you're literally involving others in 100%. this energy and in this love and it's radiating off of you these people are then magnetized to you i think about magnetism all the time like my whole life i'm just like i want to be as magnetic as mm. ever like i just want people to gravitate towards me i want the opportunities just to come and flow to me and honestly when you believe that about yourself like it starts to all happen without like with this like effortlessness like you're just kind but of with sitting everything back. which everything. is crazy and i think that that's something interesting too because like i find that when i'm feeling just like low sense of self mm-hmm. not feeling motivated in my business not feeling proud of my business, sales mm-hmm. aren't really coming, text messages from my friends aren't really coming. It's mm-hmm. weird. It's like everything kind of slows down. It's like the momentum is silent yeah. because the universe is picking up on your energy or whatever. The magnet is totally is negative. Whereas when I'm like, I woke up, I'm feeling good. I'm like starting my day with hot yoga. I'm, I'm doing conversations like this. Mm-hmm. Suddenly I look at my phone and I have like all these sales or I have all these things. Yeah. And then people are sending me nice mess. It's the, I'm getting all these texts. Do you want to hang out? Do you want to do this? And it's like, it's, it's all at once. It's all the energy that you put in. It's wild. And like, I think the bit, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Like the biggest thing for me also I feel like I feel like everything I'm saying is like I'm working on this and this and this like, these are all the things well, do you want to talk about <laughs> all the things we're working on because we can go there I mean, it's like never ending oh, it's just never literally I'm like today I'm thinking about this and like, so a big one for me is trusting and trusting the timing and trusting mm. myself and it's so fucking scary like Right now with my business, you know, we tried to raise a pre-seed and didn't. We had to pause and it because it wasn't working. And, like, I don't really see that as a failure. Honestly, like, it was probably a blessing in disguise that we didn't – we weren't able to raise because it probably wasn't the right move for us. And it also opened us up to other opportunities that can bring us money other ways. And so although it was, like, we didn't raise, it doesn't feel – it. yeah, it doesn't feel like it was a complete failure. But, like – now you know as we pivot to this other like source of revenue and like how we're gonna make money it's like very unclear it's very uncertain it's gonna be it's not gonna be um very consistent and so you know I just you know I got I had like a mini freak out last week where I was like oh my god like what if like what if it just doesn't ever come and I'm fucked and I have to close shop and whatever and it's and I was like whoa no 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 because that energy, 100% it's going to not work then if yeah. I ever thought that way, right? And it's and I'm also, because I'm not trying to say that you just sit back and do nothing. But from that energy, I would have sat back and done nothing and just given up. So, well, of course, it wouldn't have materialized. So, you know, you sit, I, 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 a big thing is like, I just have a list of 
times that it has worked out in the past for me mm. because you need to have evidence for yourself because I'll, I'll, otherwise you're not going to trust yourself but you forget about that evidence right because you just don't remember or whatever because in this moment it feels so you know so uncertain you're like oh is this all gonna f- figure out but that's also the lucky girl syndrome is like you have this inherent trust of oh it worked out in the past like it everything works out for me like I'm gonna of course it's gonna work out now why wouldn't it because everything has done so in the past so I think there's this beauty in like having that list even again today I was looking at my old journals and I was like oh my god right like the like I met my co-founder in my first job out of college and I remember when I I didn't want to work at this company like I was like ugh, like all my friends were working at big tech and all these things this was like a small startup no name brand and I was like ugh, I don't really want to work for this company I literally found my co-founder there you know I love just these like you know and it's like I totally forgot about that or you know me and Ben really wanted to live in the apartment we are we're living in now and it was a dream apartment but it was and it was COVID so the price was so low that we were able to move it so and you forget now I'm like oh I want a house I want this I'm like oh my god hello like remember when this was the apartment that you were like crying over you know and oh, you're just so you're just, humbling to do that right it's like you so just good. make those lists of things like think back to all like you know I remember being so sad about not getting into certain colleges and then I went to USC and met Ben like and started living in LA I would have never lived in LA if I didn't go to USC so it's just there's so many things that we just don't we let it pass us by but if you think back to how the world has always worked out for you um, I mean, of course it's going to work out. That's so good. Even you know? in the ways that in the moment felt like... Felt like travel, like a this tragedy. This is the worst yeah. thing ever. And then you look back and you're like, but it led me to this, 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 and this. Exactly. And it's like, blessing, 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 blessing. Total blessings. I but I, I do feel the timing part is, is the hardest thing. Yeah. But what's interesting is, yes, you could sit back and then it will never come to fruition. But in doing the work of like being like, no, I need to just find the opportunities. I need to figure out how to make the money. Mm-hmm. I need to try all of these things. Mm-hmm. And if none of those things works, work, you can actually not feel like a failure because you can tell yourself, like, I did my best. well, I did it. Yeah. yeah. Who else did it? I have so much to show for it. Right. It just isn't the right time maybe, or it's mm-hmm. just not really getting recognized or another thing comes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of what happened through Canberra from what I've been seeing. Mm-hmm. You were preceding. That was a whole thing. You were putting all your energy into that. And then slowly you were kind of just growing on TikTok on the side. And then you start started doing these incredible walks where like over a hundred people are coming. Your content is popping off. You're getting paid by amazing brands yeah. to like talk about them, to do all these things. Yeah. That it's just like, who am I to ignore the things that are working? And that's been the biggest totally. lesson, I think, throughout this whole thing with Canberra was... We, I mean, I love the app. I'm not a technical founder. So the app has been, you know, a, a big <laughs> point of contention for me because I don't have any control over it. I It's my first time building an app or like even dictating or telling someone what I want. And like, it's been very fun because it's like very much, you know, I at least in the beginning, I think it, I loved the process because it was like I made something and like it, literally the first time it was on my phone, I, I remember bawling being like holy shit like there was an app that I created on my phone and you could touch it and like move around and you know once you you know make it a business I mean I'm I'm not trying to be like naive here but just like you know then the reality hits like okay you know is it 
going to be number one in the app store? How are you going to do that? How are you going to make it viral? How do you make sure to retain customers? How do you make money from it? How do you like all these questions, which are completely valid questions, of course, but it was like, it was so fun in games in the beginning. We were, you know, creating this beautiful, it's obviously it's very aesthetically pleasing. We love the vibe. We love the brand. And, you know, we put it out there and, you know, I don't have the right analytics set up or anything because I just didn't know. I just kind of put it out there. You know, we see who, we see how many downloads, but we don't see how, how people are using it or like the quantitative part of things. And then, so I go into the pre-seed. They're like, okay, what's the, you know, daily active users? How much are their retention? And I'm just like, oh my God, oh my God. I was like, this is just... This is something we put in beta because it was fun for us and it's like people love it and love the community, you know. And so it it's hard because it's something when it's your passion, it's really difficult to even like intellectualize it. And oh, I think it's I such a, it's such a, you know, our generation thing, right? Like everything we do, we think that we should be monetizing it. We think we should be figuring out a way for it to be our full-time job, which you know, in some cases it should be, and that's fine. But like, I think there's also moments where you are like, hey, this actually might not be something that I'm the right person to be solving or, or, you know, whatever. There's just, or I could be doing this as a fun thing, yeah. you know, and rather than something that is like to actually make money and make a living off of. And so it's a really, it's a really honest conversation you have to have with yourself. And like, the app will always be there. It's it's beautiful, and I and I love it. And we're gonna go to the app store, and we're gonna do the whole thing. And I've learned so much about like how to set up all the analytics, <laughs> and we got all the things. So next time the fucking investors come to me, I'm like, bitch, here you go. Like Jesus, drop it on um, their door. Yeah, I'm just like, just here's the retention rate. Goodbye. Um, so so like, but the but the thing is about the TikTok and the community. Like I I fully realize like that is where where I'm supposed to be. Like mm-hmm. that is what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, that's what I'm good at. That's what I feel most aligned with. It's come so naturally to me. So it's like in that respect, I think I I fell so much into like I need to be a tech founder. Like I, again with the like Emily Weiss, the the Tyler totally. Hayden, obviously role models of mine. But there was this sense of like I need to be that girl boss, and like a tech founder feels very legit and very you know serious. And so um, I needed to kind of step back and be like what who who am like what is my authentic code what do i what do i want and it's like yeah bitch i love being on tiktok like sorry like well then you find your happiness again and that's why it ends up working it's like all the the whole time you're talking i kept in my mind comparing it to the innocence of kids honestly like their minds are so creative they they could play with themselves they could just like figure anything out and then they invite you on that journey with them. And then as they get older, real world hits, real world hits. And it's like, life isn't as fun anymore. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's kind of the process of starting a business. Like mm, The beginning is so fun. The beginning fun. is so fun. It's so creative. It's happening naturally. Everybody's behind it. Yeah. And then suddenly you're like, well, it's time to grow. And then you're like, wah, wah. Yes. Like, <laughs> and I honestly would relate that to, and I'm in that stage too, and we've mm-hmm. talked about it. It's like, you feel sucked out of your own energy because yeah. suddenly it's not for you anymore. And yeah. that's where the spark, and that's where I do love the naivety. I can't speak to that. The naivety. You know, naivety. Like, naivety. I was trying to say it spicy, but it kept sounding wrong. Because even you look at like the Ty Haney's, the Emily Weiss's, right? Emily Weiss is no longer the CEO of Glossier. 
It grew. She now is obsessed with being a mom and she's obsessed with doing the creative things for Glossier. And that's what she's doing now. Ty Haney. Whoa. She was like, okay, (laughs) you're going to write articles about me and OV. Nope, not doing it. I'm going to make a CBD thing because I started OV about endorphins. So I want to keep my endorphins going. They fell back into the exact same thing we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like, the VCs, the investors, they do kind of suck out the fun. Totally. And that's where it's like, yeah. where is the balance? And that's where you're right. It's like, what is worth it? That's where I keep exploring yeah. where it's like, I've let my business become my whole identity. Mm. But what about the things that actually light your soul on fire? Like mm-hmm. my business used to do. Yeah. And now I'm like, why isn't it doing that anymore? Oh, time to like pivot and find that creative flow again time to like have dinner parties time to do this podcast because i haven't made a dime off this podcast yet maybe one day but it's like i don't give a shit yeah because i'm having the best time i'm sitting with you feels like therapy Mm -hmm. we're drinking fucking amazing natty wine (laughs) frankly bob made this wine for everyone (laughs) frankly bob (laughs) and 45 minutes has gone by and it feels like five i know there's i know it's i I also, I feel like I get trapped, again, in this limiting belief of, like, what work is supposed to look like. Totally. And what a job is supposed to look like. And so, even when we first started OKSIS, like, I would work on it so naturally and all these things. And my sister was like, yeah, you're, that's work. I'm like, no, it's not. She's like, no, that's, that's, that's a business. Like, this is work. I was like... What are you talking about? But it's fun. Like, how can it be? Like, so I, I want to approach, like... My, my my stuff with Camber the same way I do with OKSIS where it's like it fe- it's just like yeah I'll work on a weekend and it's but it's, it's not in like a hustle culture culture way it's more of a like this is a fulfilling and fun thing for me to do and so I'm trying to get back to that where it doesn't because I think I've it's become again like a nine to five and yeah. I'm like no 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 <laughs> like wait like I didn't I that's why I didn't want it to become and it's I made it into that yeah. and like I need to figure out ways where it you know we've obviously captured some sort of magic here in Los Angeles in the way that we've built this community and what we've done with the TikTok and I love servicing that and it's like hey, maybe that's not my full-time job. Like, maybe there's something else I do, and then this is just... Like, I would never abandon Camber full-on. Even right. if we ran out of money, I would never, like, shut down. Like, it would just be... It would just... We do have to figure out something else for my income, which is totally fine. So it's like... I, I And honestly, even, like, saying that feels like... I don't know, even... Freeing. What, yeah, I'm just like... Wait, fuck. Like, then there's not the pressure of, like, me taking a pay cut from this. And then more money fucking comes. Yeah. I swear, it's weird. It's It's the magnet. It's so weird. So, I don't know. I'm feeling, like, a lot. And I'm really proud of myself that I don't let fear dictate Mm. my life. Like, I definitely feel fear. But I've never done a decision or, like, not done something because of fear. And so... That's been a learned skill for sure. Like, my sister is very much like that. And I think it's rubbed off on me. Is, like she has an idea and she just goes for it she doesn't give a shit what people think and it's just kind of I don't know like with with Camber it's like I'm already past the point of like if people think things about me and like what I'm doing and it's just like okay if it didn't work out like it's not I really don't see it in the fearful way that like I think I would have used to you know like which is such a good place to be honest such a good place because you're not operating out of this like frantic energy it's more of this like okay, of course I love this thing. I want it to succeed. I'm going to try my best. But it's, again, it's like 
it's okay. Like, it's, what is the worst going to happen? Like, I literally get another job. Like, it's just not the end of the world. And totally. I think when I approach things like that, have you read um, 4,000 Weeks? No. Oh, my God, by Oliver Berkman. It's, Add it to the list, baby. It's this book called, like, Time Management for Mortals. And it's kind of like the anti-productivity productivity book. Like, Love. he, it's a lot more, like, philosophical, I guess, about time and just the finitude of it. And it's, it really fucks you up because you're just like, oh, my God. Like, wow. Like, we literally are wasting so much fucking time. And it's just, it brings you, like, it just jump starts your life when you read this book i need to reread it like every couple months because after i was done i was like what is the point of me stressing at all at all about any of this like there is none you know you want to obviously care about things you want to have compassion you want to you know put yourself into things but there it's like not worth it the like insane other like layer of pressure we put on ourselves no i mean it's just gonna make us sick it's gonna make us unhappy and it's like we're already doing enough but yeah society i think also unfortunately social media is a huge factor in that because Mm -hmm. we're constantly comparing ourselves and what people have and we're like i want those things like Mm -hmm. if i start a pod like you said call her daddy it's like if i start a podcast i'm gonna have those things Mm -hmm. When it's just not, like, maybe one out of a hundred times it's the case. But it's, like, no, just, it kind of takes me back to, like, I don't need all the money in the world. But, like, give me five millies and I'm (laughs) (laughs) I'm good. I want to still, like, be, like, oh, maybe we shouldn't fly first class today, honey. (laughs) No, that sounds, I don't mean it like that. But, you know. No, I'm so with you. Like, I, there's, there's a level that, like, well, money is so interesting because my friend even posed this to me. She was like, would you rather have, like, $100 million or just be so unhappy and, like, not surrounded by anyone or, like, $10 million and be, like, the most fulfilled? I was like, Easy. how is that even a question? Like, of course $10 million. And, like, it's funny when you say $5 because I remember in succession they were saying, like, one of the, the like, the oldest brother that's, like, cr- like dumb or whatever, he was like, no, you can't have five mil because, like, that doesn't sustain you. Like, because you, you want enough money to, like, you never have to work again. And I always think back to that. I'm like, God damn it. But it's just, like, I totally, I, I see what you're saying where it's just this, like, I just, we, I mean, social media, my god i'm like trying i want to write like a think piece on this but i like still am trying to wrap my head around because i feel like my brain is glitching like i think something is something is wrong in my brain because of how much i it's just hard when it's your job and it's something that i'm like striving towards especially on like a personal brand front like i'm trying to show up a lot more and it's like I start seeing everything as content, and it's really... We were talking about this last yes. time we had coffee. Yes, we did. Remember when I told you I was crying, and oh. I was like, I need to take a video of me crying, because that might be, like, a cute clip for something oh. later. No, no, no. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I think it's, honestly, it's just be. it's, again, being very honest about... Yeah how you're using social media like I need to be I need to I'm but saying this to myself awareness to know yeah I'm saying this to myself like this is something I need to work on but like okay you got like I'm posting once 
every, a day on TikTok for 100 days. I've been doing this challenge. I think it's, like, been two months. And, and what does it make you grow? It's, like, a whole thing? Or it's so just... it's not about making, like, necessarily growing your audience. It's more about um, the consistency and showing up every day for yourself and just love. being, like, and which I love that premise of, like, I am, yeah, I'm just, I'm being consistent. And I'm literally producing, producing, producing. It doesn't matter if it's shit, if it, it flops, that's not the point. Cool. Again, that's kind of like enjoying the process. So I really totally. love, I love the premise of the challenge. But yeah, there's like a Sunday where I'm like, God damn it, I have to, fill, you know, I have to post something. But you know what? It takes me five, ten minutes, whatever I post. But like I can just then not check it. Like yeah. I could just not like delete app, you know? Yeah. So I think I just need to be a lot more mindful with the actual usage of it because mm-hmm. um, it's fine to post and it's fine to contribute and make content. Of course, I love doing that. But it's like it's the aftermath stuff of the following up like, oh, like refresh, refresh, refresh. Like it's just crazy. Like you don't need to see the one notification that came in fast hour. Especially when your phone is on loud. Like if I post mm-hmm. on all the babies and my phone is on loud and I hear the likes coming through, I can't get shit done in my day. Oh no. There's the way more people like me. It's a dopamine. We're really we're like literally mice. We're like Ooh. Or it's a negative dopamine and you're like, wow, right. really seeing the effects of the new algorithm here and then that takes you down a whole thing and you're like, how am I gonna make money? It's literally <laughs> it doesn't end. So the best thing is just putting it the fuck I away. agree. I feel like this away. episode needs to just be called put it away. Put it away. <laughs> Touch grass. Everyone. But I do there's there's three other things I want to touch oh, on in this episode. Oh, whoops. Well, well, I know you, what time do you actually have to leave? No, no, no. We can go for as long as possible. Well, you have it. I can leave it. Tell me when your heart out is. Okay. We can touch on them quickly, though. Okay. It doesn't have to be long things. Okay, okay. But I really want you to talk about this incredible series you're doing. Yeah. Is it 34 questions that lead to love? 36 <gasps> the questions? 36 questions 36. That lead to love. Please just briefly talk about that because oh God, I watched yes. the first episode in Italy and I was like, this is brilliant and it could be picked up by netflix any minute like talk about it tell us how it's going because i really want everyone to tune in oh my god i'm so happy you brought this up so ben june my boyfriend i call him ben june because he's he's persian and june is like a like deer whatever and it's so funny because he calls me maddie june and i love it anyway so She's um, blushing over here, Madeline, ladies and gentlemen. Maddie June. Um, so Ben June and I created this series called 36 Questions at Le- or sorry, 36 Questions Later. And it's basically what we did is took these strangers, filmed their first date, a blind date. Like they were fully strangers. Fully strangers, had never met, and we filmed them answering the 36 questions that lead to love, like from that New York Times article that was went viral a couple years ago. And the whole experiment was, you know, we want to see if they actually fall in love one test the actual questions but then also just see how strangers interact and like there was just this like beautiful awkwardness and cringiness but then like like just emotional and beautiful and you know um so we have four episodes four and then i oh tomorrow yeah so it, they're all out you can watch all of them i highly on youtube highly, and on spotify so right? spotify youtube and you can listen as a podcast also on spotify and apple podcast but you have to watch it you, you have guys, to watch because it because the body it's language it's, it's unbelievable so it is a video podcast but the best thing is watching it on spotify because you can like it's it's like call her daddy no you see the whole like, thing you see it and then you could also just like turn off your phone but keep listening to it it's really it's really cool and trippy but and you narrate it and so then i narrate it so this is the <laughs> whole point of like it wasn't just we were going to show them the videos, right? We wanted to have this, like, through line of a narration, of a host of someone. So this is also just 
a whole new format that we're playing with and that he's going to start to do a lot more podcasts that are in this type of format like host driven narrating certain um you know either scripted series or like something like 36 questions later so such um, a good concept yeah so i so i don't i feel like there's just nothing else like it on the internet and it's it's so cool and it looks amazing it looks and so good it's so feel good you feel like you want to like save the girl and the date of the guy or whatever you're like oh it's not working or it is working it's people i get so invested it's so amazing and um yeah and then at the end we do like we followed up with all the couples and we asked them like have you seen the person since like what did you think about the questions and it was just so it was so cool and we were we were like in the back room like watching as they were being filmed so it was so like crazy to watch these people like have a first date and it was and that's what you feel when you watch them it's really fun and were they paid or was it all voluntary so we paid or a it was like a product it was a full production yeah like yeah. we paid a little bit but they weren't actors like they were just people like i posted on my social media like a ton like some of the i think i sent see. it to my brother i was like yeah yeah like no a lot of people came through like my network and yeah so and it's and really cool how what's the feedback is it like getting picked up is it growing so we were picked up in vice which was awesome they wrote about us such a vice thing actually i love that i know so yeah we've just been it's more so like testing out the premise and the format and then ben is gonna basically now with this like mvp he's gonna go out raise money i was like Godspeed. <laughs> like, You're like, just hire me like, for the the yeah. voice, and I'm yeah. in, babe. I'm like, I'm like, I'll be there to support you, but oh my god, I'm like having PTSD. So, um, but no, but he's gonna go out and raise, um, and basically then have the funds to like create more of this type of content in like oh different different ways. Yeah, I love it. Okay, I just yeah. had to talk about that. Oh my god, me. thank you for thank it you. Up. So everyone, go tune that out, and we'll link it mm-hmm. in the episode. And then my other question, which I've seen you post about, which a lot of people are talking about. Yes. I don't know if it's because of TikTok or what, but lucky girl syndrome. I need you to just give us like how, because you kind of touched on it for a moment. Right. But how do we manifest lucky girl syndrome? What is, is it even manifesting? Is it a daily practice? What are the tools and how has it like, what are the benefits that you've seen in your own life? Yeah. I need you to take us on the journey. Yeah. So... In the very beginning of 2023, I think it was literally like January 1st, I saw a video on TikTok of this girl explaining that she was like, this is the year that everyone should embody lucky girl syndrome. And I was like, like some, you know, when you just hear something and it fits with you. It's the mantra. Perfectly. So she starts explaining, you know, it's about, it's this energy of, you know, you're that, you're that girl that everything just works out for her. Like you embody that girl everything works out everything I want comes to me I am like so cool calm collected like yep I, I just have so much faith in everything that's and you're saying work out. this out loud you're or you're, you're just feeling you you're, really are just so if you really just you know take a step back like it is just manifestation right, right. it's manifestation 101 I think it's just kind of rebranded as like a trendy whatever phrase I mean it's ta- it's super it's it works timeline. it works you know and that's kind of when I'm you know give you a tiny okay. refresh yes. before thank you just just for the sound just for the just, just for the ASMR um but yeah so it's it's all of those things I mean I've been practicing manifestation for years now I use Lacey Phillips to be magnetic have you okay. heard of her 
I feel like yes, but I, oh I ha- Are I'm just now getting into getting it? into like saying things out loud, writing my goals, like but like tangible goals of like I'm going to do this yes. and make this and da da da. So you should look into to be magnetic. Done and done. She is. Uh, she's changed my entire life ah. because the thing about manifestation and about what she preaches. It's a video. I'm talking. like, okay, sorry. My iPhone storage. <laughs> I'm just trying to like see what I can get here. My iPhone storage. Um, but basically manifestation is more about subconscious beliefs. So really how we manifest and how we bring things in the world is like we actually have to believe them about ourselves. Mm. Like you can't, there's a whole other world of manifestation where it's like you have to think positive and like you know, you manifest from your thoughts and everything has to be like perfect thoughts. And, and, you know, if you have one negative thought, that's what you're going to manifest, but that's not really what it's about. And that's, that's actually really, um, uh, it's kind of freeing to know because, you know, you don't want to be scared of your negative thoughts. That's definitely not, you know what I mean? Negative thoughts are there to help you, to Mm. help you understand what's blocking you in your life. And you should use them as like goalposts in your life. So a lot about manifestation is this more belief system of, you know, do you truly believe that you are this type of person, right? Or do you believe that you're the type of person that's supposed to be really rich? Or are you the type of person that is successful? Are you the type of person that is confident, right? You can't just like think those things. Like you really have to believe them about yourself. How and do you get there though? How do you? So it's a lot of meditations that she has. Okay. It's like kind of hypnotic meditations because she gets you in this state that um, you are then going to tap into your subconscious. And what that means is like you think a lot back into your childhood and ser- like even this morning I did I did a, man- a meditation about unblocking. Like I just felt like really, I felt really dreadful about, about going through the work day. I felt low self-worth and I was like, okay. And she has these journal prompts and it's like, hey, when was the first time you remember feeling this feeling? And I'm like, oh, you know, I remember in middle school like when I was friends with these couple girls but then they kind of like kicked me out of their friend group and then I felt like very alone and low self-worth like that was my first memory of feeling low self-worth and so what you do then in the manifestation or the meditation you go back to that moment and you kind of like self-soothe your inner child and you say like it's okay and you talk to them and you make them you know you just kind of rewrite that memory a little bit it's very very it's and it's not fun just so you know (laughs) like I can imagine. (laughs) It like gets very dark and it's very intense because you're going back into these memories that like, one, you probably didn't even think they were that important, but like they're, they're sticking to you in a way. And that's Mm. everything that's wrong, quote unquote, in your life that you're looking to, you know, shake up or change is because of something that happened to you in childhood. So it's a long way to say. I love it. Man, you know, manifest. So when it comes to lucky girl syndrome, like that's basically this you're you have this like very intense belief that things just work out for you men have this syndrome just innately like <laughs> shit you know they're they're all lucky boy syndrome like if you think about it every guy is just like oh yeah i'll get this job like oh yeah i'll go and i'll get into this college like oh yeah for sure i'll do this career like they just have that belief because they were told that their whole lives right so as women it's just something that we didn't really believe about ourselves, mm. that everything works out, that we get everything we want, that whatever. And so really it's about rewriting that belief that that you are 
like you deserve it. Like you, yeah, fuck yeah. Why not me? You know? So yeah, I saw it on TikTok and I was like, holy shit. Yes. Like this is my mantra for the year. And then suddenly every single time I posted about it, I went viral for the first like five days. And I was just like, okay, I guess I'll just (laughs) claim this as my new identity. So immediately you started getting. Yeah. Like immediately I just started seeing so much growth on on TikTok and all these things and then something crazy happened where for OKSIS our downloads overnight and to this day we have no idea where it came from increased by 300%. <laughs> we were like post lucky girl syndrome yeah. like yeah. within days. Yeah. And we were and look I'm not trying to say like maybe it was I don't know whatever but it but, but still, but you still, were embodying was, that. There was, yeah, there was like some sort of energy I was embodying. And like, we were like, were we on the Apple charts? Like did Apple like feature, like how the fuck, like what happened here? Still to this day, I have no idea what happened. And crazily enough, it's been steady since then. So it wasn't that it was like a weird fluke. Like it has like something happened with OKSIS. Like last year we didn't really grow that much. And like then just something like we, I don't know. So I'm just, and Again, it's also about the way you see things. Like, Mm. you can also choose to see the luck in your life. You can also, you can make luck in your life. Like, a lot of things are you co-creating with the universe. It's you, like, working to, like, make the opportunities ready for yourself. Like, I talked to you about um, the Soho House Malibu. Like, I I keep talking about this a lot, and it seems, like, so superficial whatever I don't give a shit because it's like part of my authentic code I know you just I told you about the Jenny Kane Malibu so I I go to the Soho House Malibu with my friend Karina Chaz very graciously she brought me there and I'll I, take you I know you and, I, and, and I told you and I was like oh my god it's orbiting around me like it's coming to fruition and I I literally I went there and I was like I don't care how basic this is, but I belong here. Like, I don't know what it is. I just fucking, I belong here. I love Malibu. I love the ocean. I just, it's bougie and I love luxury and I just love it. And I I wrote in my journal and I was like, I am manifesting So House Malibu membership and, I, and it's going to come at a discount somehow. And I just like, I just was like, I don't know how it's going to work, but it's going to come. And then one of my friends who she was like, hey, I want to do a, a thing with Camber. We want to do like a partnership. And she was like, oh, yeah, like we have our product at at, Mal- at uh, Soho House. Like I'm a, I'm a member at the Malibu one. I was like, oh my God. I literally just wrote like, let's do it. Connects me with the person there. We're having a whole, we're literally doing a Camber time Soho House Malibu it's event. <laughs> okay. I'm texting with their community manager. I, sp- I see you for coffee and, and you're, like, talk and about you're it. like, wait, I, yeah, I'm a member. I'll go with you anytime. I know the person that's whatever. I, I just, it's orbiting around me. And these, that's what I mean. It's like, I created that, right? Like yeah. I like sought that out. I like, I could have just done nothing or not talked about it, but something with like, you want something. It just happens. Like it just, so you create true. it. And like, I, I'm going to now, after this event, going to be like, hey, like, I can do more events like this for you. Like, would you be interested in a discount? Like, you know, so it's just kind of... A little swap a room. A little swap. Like, I'll work for... I'll, I'll spread my legs for you. <laughs> I'm going to keep it in. I'm going to keep it in. Oh, you have to. <laughs> of course. It's chill it's because, you know, we're referring to Soho House. Yes. We're not referring to... <laughs> 
to men <laughs> or women. We're just just, Soho house. Just Soho house, okay? <laughs> no, it is. But it's like, it's it's so stupid. It's like when you when you learn about a new brand or a new car or something, yeah. and then suddenly you're seeing that it, brand and exactly. car everywhere. That's exactly what it is. And but it's for your life. But it's also just like, life is so much more fun mm. when you, like, notice these things. It just feels like magic. Like, it's so wild. I, I never had a sign, which... I feel like it's so me to have one, but I just never had one. And my 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 co-founder was like, oh, my sign is like a hummingbird and it's because of like my grandma and I used to whatever and now my grandma passed and like when the hummingbird comes I, and it's her and I know that I'm on the right path. And I'm like, whoa. And my sister's is the Rolling Stones. Like and whenever- so I'll smile booze. Honestly, do I change it? Uh, it's no, just, 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 just it Soul House Malibu specifically. The way someone the someone has no to be. <laughs> no, um, no, mine is a rose because my middle name's Rose, and I don't know. I was just like, okay, Rose, like that makes sense. And so, like literally, I kid you not. Like I f- left my co-founder being like, okay, I'm gonna, it's a rose. Like if we're meant to do Canva and like keep going on this path, like show me a rose. I go to dinner. On the menu, there is like a cocktail that's like rose infused, rose, 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 like, ro- <laughs> like literally five times it says rose. And um, and then the this guy that we're at dinner with, like I had told Ben about it, and Ben's like, you know, whatever, if you about all this stuff, and I'm like, whatever. And the guy was like, oh yeah, they had a concert, and like the whole theme was roses. I was like, okay. I was like, what the fuck? And no, look, I love again, this like shit. maybe it would have, but okay, maybe those things would have happened without it. But I wouldn't have noticed them. Yes. And it felt like That's this, like, the difference. this beautiful, like, I'm in tune with the world. Like, I feel like I, again, this presence and this, like, oh, it's just, like, how much fun, like, more fun is it? It really is. You know? It, and it's like, you feel, well, we're young. But you do yeah. feel young again. It's like, yeah. Because when you enjoy life, it sounds so crazy. My mom... <laughs> Sorry, mom. But she is 51. Yeah. And she looks amazing, by the way. Mm. She thought that she was getting menopause and her period was done. Mm. And six months ago, she was doing a a musical that she's been working on, like the debut of Mm. the intro of it for investors or whatever. Mm. And she got her period that weekend after like after she thought she'd gone through menopause. And then she stopped getting it again. And now she's working on all these other creative projects with my dad and she's all invigorated and she got her period again. And it's like, it's this idea, her body like feels young and excited. And it's like all these little things in her life are lining up that she's been waiting to align and she's noticing it to the point where she got her period. And it's like, she wouldn't have ever connected it to anything unless these things were and, going on. And she probably, if like she wasn't connected to it, she'd probably been like, ugh, like my period. Oh, it came back. It came and she's back. Like, I'm, I'm annoyed. stoked I have it. Exactly. She's like, my body feels like it's yes. hyped. And it's like, you don't focus on these things yeah. unless you see it. This you way. really do see it this way. And you're like yeah. noticing the signs and you're being grateful for the things. And you're like, oh, this is, everybody's bringing this up in my life. Or like, mm-hmm. Once one thing's happened, like for a wedding, for example, everything has just been so seamless. And I'm like, oh, is this how a wedding is wow. supposed to be? It's like, what? But that's how your wedding is supposed to be because you, you're coming at it with a place of just ease and beauty and love. And so it's just going to fall into place and that way. And you feel and you notice yeah. each thing and you're yeah. grateful for each thing. Yeah, I love it's that. 
crazy. Do you think that all the babies has helped you tap into your inner child or like has helped you really embody? Because I feel because I feel like a lot of what you talk about is like relating it back to playfulness and young yeah. and children totally. and you know whatever this innocence like do you think all the babies has like helped you reconnect 100%. to that yeah 100% yeah that's why like even when we expanded to adults I was like I feel like adults just need to be babies. big adult babies yeah like it's just like sure. the cozy I every word I say is cozy it's yeah. like there is being on photo shoots with kids it's like it brings something out of you mm. that you're like oh my god I'm just so happy. Yeah. I mean, I've always wanted babies. I mean, mm. well, that's actually the perfect segue to my third, third last I point. I was like, we haven't even talked about Lily yet. We have to talk about Lily. The perfect ending to a perfect podcast. You are a new aunt. aunt. Oh. Will you call yourself an elf? Is that how I you pronounce it? I call myself an elf. <laughs> we all know what that means. An aunt. I like to fuck. Um, it is just... I mean, it's everything they say, like, and more. And it, I am not a baby person. I'm not a kid person. So I was really worried. I was like, oh, like, am I going to like this? I don't know. Like, am I going to feel like connection? Who the poo-poo. Right. <laughs> and I still am like, when I crunch it, <laughs> when she cries, I'm just like, oh. <laughs> I just give her back to my sister. I'm like, That's the beauty like, of being I, an aunt or a grandparent. Amazing. You can just spoil the shit out of yeah. and then return. And I'm like, oh, she doesn't like me. And I just push her away. Totally. But... There is something, again, and I see this beauty, like beautiful transition in my sister, and there's again, there's like slowing down again the presence, mm. and I that is honestly what I'm most excited about. Like I hundred percent do not want to have a baby for the next like ten years, but which I mean is not going to be possible, but or maybe I don't know. <laughs> I, I just, like, wish I could have a baby at 40, but it's just, like... Hey, our timeline's longer than we give it credit for. Yeah. Everyone says 35, it's more than 35. Okay. Hopefully. Don't let society so, tell you that. Okay. Okay, great. <laughs> I've learned a lot on this podcast. Yeah. Talk to a lot of moms. <laughs> okay, good. Trust me. Good, good, good. So, I think that's, like, the biggest thing I'm excited for is that it feels like you just... I mean, you're literally at the whim of this this little baby, and so, like, you have to be present with her. Like, even my sister, when... We are not. We just traveled to Nashville together with the baby, and it was like the baby's first trip. It was so so lovely with all the sisters, and you know my sister was like, "Hey, Auntie Mads, like you're gonna hold her, and like she knows if you're multitasking, like she because I was on my computer, and she was like, or I was on my phone. She's like, she knows, like she wants you to give you all her attention and all these things." And so, you know, I sat there and I was like, yeah, I could have like, you know, who held her in one hand and like been on the phone or like typed on whatever. But I was like, no, no, no. Like, let me just for fucking five minutes while my sister is like showering, like, let me just be with her Ugh, and just everything and just look at her and oh, like just something happens. Like I started singing to her baby shark, which, <laughs> which is a terrible idea. No, it's a terrible idea. So we're going through the TV and we hear Baby Shark. And my sister was like, don't you dare. Don't you dare start. Because she was like, when you start, like, you oh, can't yeah, stop. game over. Like, the fucking kid is going to want to listen to it at every every minute. And so I started singing, of course, because I'm, I'm like a little shit. I'm just like, like six months or four months. What is she, like she's four, four months? months. I start saying to her, I kid you not, she starts laughing there's something in the tones of that it must be there's some crack in that in that song because she and my sister's like oh no Shit. We're, we're fucked but it was so cute like i have this video of me just like singing to her over and over and over and i'm laughing she's laughing and i'm just like 
and I literally forgot about anything. Like, my sister was filming at me. I didn't even know she was filming me. Like, I just felt this, like, amazing connection to her. She was so cute, and, like, there's just this, you just want, like, it's a pure serotonin. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So it's everything you've been saying about this, like, just resorting back, like, this, like, this playfulness, like, this just joy and we just we just need to tap back into that. Oh my gosh, and babies are way more aware than we think. There's this crazy study that came out actually where they made a mom give a baby endless attention like what you're mm. saying like just constantly focused on the baby. Yeah. And then they were like, "Okay, mom, look away." And the mom just stopped looking at the baby. The baby was LK's age, just like 4 months, and she starts crying. Mm-hmm. She starts throwing things at the mom. She's doing everything to get her attention. Mm. And it's this fascinating setting. And it's within like two minutes Mm. of how important being present is with kids, with their development, with their energy. And they pick up on it way more than we think. Mm -hmm. So what we think is fine, like being on our phone and doing this, but versus what you experience just being with her. Mm -hmm. And that's why they say you grow so much when you have a kid or when you're in the presence of a kid. And it's like, it's this feeling and that's why I was so curious to ask you about it because I was wondering like do you feel mm-hmm. a change like do you yeah. feel different now yeah. that you're not 100% like like night and day night and day I don't even know how we didn't know her like it's so I mean she's also the most perfect baby oh, it's unfair it's like I to all babies at her can't was, wait to hire her for like, life she's locked in oh my god she <laughs> needs to be in all the babies model like oh, yeah unbelievable like her cheeks i was like suction cupping them and like and like literally like su- sucking on them and my sister's like okay it's like enough like, gonna give her a hickey no, that, that's what i said to her and there was little red marks i'm like i'm giving her a hickey <laughs> and she was like okay can you go away like please oh god but you really thing. do feel a difference it's yeah. like the, do you feel natural motherly instincts that come through just no. from taking care of her no no because i like i still want You're like still deal with, right. i can't deal with the poop and the yeah. crying and the, we'll work on that we'll, we'll get there <laughs> like my sister was like you're chaining a viper you're chaining <laughs> she also didn't come she out did. of you so it is different right but like my stepsister was there my sister stepsister was there to take care of her like as me and my sister were doing podcasts right. and stuff so it's like she was supposed to be there as a babysitter but yeah she was the one doing like cleaning up the poop and everything and i left for like whoa, 10 minutes to get coffee i come back she was like oh my god lily just shit everywhere she was like it was a huge one she's like how did you just miss that it was like 10 minutes i'm like oh my god lucky girl syndrome (laughs) (laughs) that is it (laughs) i literally come back i'm like you should try it sometimes i empowered that (laughs) oh my god that is so funny like truly truly Maddie, oh, I could talk to you for hours, for days, for years, but you have more important plans than oh me. Oh my god, <laughs> no! <laughs> if I, I would, I would sit here in this beautiful home all day. If I could. Well, you're always invited, but oh. now I have to kick you out because you have something to be at. I do. So, where can people find you? How can they support you? The podcast, Camber. Give us all the links. Give oh us all god. the usernames. Okay, so TikTok, all of it. At Maddie Mayo. Spell is that. M a d y m a i o. Is Instagram and TikTok. Perfect. And then Camber is at Camber App, C-A-M-B-E-R-A-P-P, Instagram and TikTok. And then OKSIS Podcast is O-K-A-Y-S-I-S Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. And then also like in anywhere you can find And podcasts. 36 questions. And then 36 questions later. Um, you could just search it in YouTube or Spotify. It'll come up. And the, first, all the, episodes, or the four dates are up. 
Ugh, I, yeah. I need to watch them all. Anything it's else? So good. Any one last tidbit you need to give all oh. these sexy listeners that are going to become mean, obsessed with you after this episode? If they weren't already? I mean, drink this fucking orange wine that we had. This was fantastic. I mean, I need to have orange wine at every podcast. Like, well, that's the perfect. name of the game. And update your iPhone storage, people. <laughs> <laughs> because we missed out on some good footage. Oh, my today. God. Dying. Dying. Thank you. Thank Love you. you. You're the best. Love you.